By the time this episode airs, I will thankfully not be in what was yet another season of solo parenting. Um, My husband's in the military, so I end up playing zone defense one on two, if you didn't catch that sports metaphor there, but I often find myself in zone defense because I've got two kids. There's one me when my husband's gone. That's why I'm in that zone defense instead of man to man, but he's in the military. So I end up in that position often yet. I've never struggled to stay consistent during those seasons with my fitness and my journey. The purpose of this episode is not for me to be on my high horse saying, wow, look how awesome I am that I can do that. And you should just toughen up and make it happen. No, because getting to this point where I can be consistent, even when I'm solo parenting for a stretch of time is a process. It is a long process and it's one I've experienced and navigated for three years before becoming a mom. And now the past three and a half years as a mom, I've got two deployments and more TBYs than I can count under my belt in the time that I have been a mom. So I've had a lot of experience figuring all of this out. And what I'm going to do today is share the biggest tips that I've learned throughout those seasons. So whether you're a fellow military spouse, or maybe your husband works odd hours, or he's just gone for stretches of time for what he does, you know, traveling for work or whatever it is, this episode will be for you. Hey mama, welcome to the Tough Love Mom Podcast. I know you're here because you're ready to get disciplined and lose weight, and you're not afraid of a little tough love. Taking on your journey postpartum is hard, but it's not impossible. I believe that we mamas have an ingrained ability to figure out what we need to do, make it happen no matter what, and do it in a way that inspires the world and sets a beautiful example of healthy living for our little ones. My mission is to help you uncover that ability and live a life of confidence and consistency. Hey, I'm Liz, and I've been where you are. I gained more than the suggested amount of weight in both of my pregnancies, but with sustainable habits, consistency, routine, and taking hold of my thoughts, I lost it all in just over a year, both times, and I'm here to help you do the same. If you're ready to stop falling off the wagon, truly break free from the perfectionism that is holding you back, and finally feel your best all while enjoying dino nuggets on your salad, you are in the right place. It's time to get disciplined so you can live a life of consistency and true confidence, mama. We're about to transform your postpartum journey. Get pumped up. It is tough love time. Figuring out how to stay consistent in your journey is not something you're going to have down pat on your first try. If this is the first time you've been solo parenting, it is a process and it's one I have been through multiple times for different lengths of time. So that process for me has been refined. I've walked through the fire, you could say, and had to figure that out multiple times for long spans of time. So today I'm going to bring you my best tips for staying consistent when solo parenting and really showing up and feeling like you're thriving and not just surviving most of the time because survival mode happens to all of us. And I have plenty of those days when my husband is gone, but I'm going to share those with you today. So I just got out of yet another season of solo parenting at the time that this goes live. And I don't know if it's the age of my boys right now, they're three and a half and one and a half. And maybe they actually realize that I know they realize that my husband's gone. It could be that it could be all that I have on my plate, 
but I swear every time he leaves, it feels like it gets harder for them. And I've always stayed consistent in my routine and my journey. There were even stretches of 75 hard when I did that last fall, um, that I was solo parenting. And most days I do feel like I'm thriving. Most days I feel like I've got it together. I feel like I've got our routine down. It's going well. And this is how I do that. Now, not every day is like that, but most days really are. And I'm going to share with you how I make that happen. So the first thing is, and, and this is not when you're in the season of solo parenting, this is when things are good. You need to put in that off season training effort. I'm giving you all the sports metaphors today. I don't know why, but maybe it's that past athlete in me. It's just all coming up. So I want you to put in the off season training, like the most effort possible that you can put in, in the off season, you got to do it. You've got to get consistent when things are normal, because if you don't, if you don't, how are you supposed to show up when things are hard? How are you just going to flip a switch and make it more consistent, make yourself more consistent when life is tough? Okay. I'm kicking this off with tough love because it is tough love tip Tuesday. And honestly, you just can't expect yourself to be consistent when things are hard. If you can't be uber consistent when things are easy, you just can't, it doesn't work that way. Now, motherhood is never a walk in the park, but when things are pretty routine for you, pretty normal, capitalize on that, take advantage of it. This is when you figure out what the flow of a normal day or a typical day will look like. Notice I say the flow and not the schedule, because we all know that with littles, we can't rely on the exact times we're going to work out or the exact time they're going to go to sleep and wake up from their nap. We can't expect those exact times, but we can figure out what the flow of our day is and what works for you and your kids. Figure out the meals that work. Pick your workout time and stick to it. Make it routine. Get your kids on board. Get them used to that routine if they're awake during your workout time. Again, capitalize on that off season when things are normal because when when you're on, like when it's game time, when your husband leaves and it's solo parenting time, game's on. Like you gotta show up. So take take advantage of that off season training and capitalize on the normal days when you've got the support around you and things are normal. Again, Let's talk about that. So when solo parenting does start, tip number two, and it doesn't matter if it's for a day, for like 14 hours, for six months, I want you to reevaluate how you're doing often, more frequently than you usually check in on yourself. And if you're in a season where you're like, I don't know the last time I ever checked in on how I'm doing, maybe that's what you need to start doing after this episode. That's what you need to start focusing on. At least weekly, you should be checking on checking in on how you're doing in a lot of different aspects. But honestly, if you're in a season of solo parenting, check in more often than just weekly, because we need, we need to make sure we're doing okay. Uh, if you're not sure how to do this, refer back to episode 24 with Sarah Dalton. We dove really deep into this, into your core values, how to get to the end of your day, not drained. And I think what she talked about in that episode perfectly applies to how to check in with yourself especially in seasons of solo parenting. I mean, at any point in motherhood, but basically check in on yourself. You're the only adult in the household. So you have to do that for you. You have to do that for your kids because you're the one doing all the things. So you need to make sure that you're as best as you can be in this season, figure out if things aren't aligning with your core values, take them off your plate. This is a season. It's okay to say no to more things than you usually say no to. It's also a season that you have to get honest with yourself. You've got to stop. 
You, you have to stop and slow down and give yourself space again, to reevaluate how you're doing mentally, emotionally, physically, and then you have to discipline yourself to follow through on what you know is best for you. If you're used to working out six days a week, but you're just drained and exhausted, give yourself a rest day. If you need to rest, like don't just stick to something because that's what you've always done. If your body is telling you one thing, discipline yourself to check in and respond to what your body's telling you, what your mind is telling you, what your stress responses are telling you. Forget the rest of your to-do list. When you've been sleeping only for five hours the past six nights and you need to just go to bed, like move it to tomorrow. It makes me think of um, the time that this angel literally told Elijah uh, in a time he felt very overwhelmed. I'm bringing up a Bible story here and I don't do that very often, but I just had to. But uh, Elijah was feeling really overwhelmed and fearful. And he literally told him, the angel told him to eat and sleep. Sometimes we just have to eat, fuel our bodies and go to sleep. Okay. <laughs> Check in on yourself and take care of your basic needs. And yes, tough love mom here, your physical health, still working out, still fueling your body. Well, not, not dousing your emotions with food, not choosing Netflix because it helps you drain out all the stress you're feeling instead of working out your physical health is one of your basic needs. So you do need to meet that. You don't need to overstress yourself to make it happen, but you still do need to take care of your physical health and fueling. Well, I'm not saying don't buy the dark chocolate. Your girl's got dark chocolate in her pantry right now. And I sure had some last night and I'll probably still have some today because I have a little square or two almost almost every day. Dark chocolate's good for you, but your physical health, you can't neglect it. You cannot neglect it when you're solo parenting. So that's that. (laughs) Let's talk, let's talk about my third tip. Let go of perfection. Okay. Figure out your optimal. I want, this is a really good way to just function day to day, honestly, but it really helps when you're in a season where it's just you and the kids, you need to figure out what your optimal day looks like, your optimal operating mode. It's a lot of O's. And then you also need to figure out what survival operating mode looks like for you. It's like the spectrum. There's, here's my optimal, optimal mode. And here's my survival mode. Know what that looks like instead of just feeling like you're in that season or in that, in that mode and feeling like it's just hitting you off from all the different directions. Know what optimal operating look like, looks like, and know what survival mode looks like for you. Because often in the season, I fall in the middle of those two. I'm not always in my optimal and I'm not always in survival mode. I'm somewhere in the middle, but there are some days I'm closer to survival mode. But if I know what survival mode looks like or what I can expect out of myself on a survival mode type of day, that mom guilt has no room to take over my mind. That stress has no room to take over my mind and my thoughts. If I know what, okay, we're kind of in a survival mode day, so I can expect I'm going to work out. I'm going to eat the best I can. I might have a treat tonight. I'm going to probably try to put the kids to bed a little bit earlier and I need to go to sleep earlier too. Survival mode looks like that for me, more screen time than usual for the kids. We're probably going to get outside more often. My to-do list is probably not going to get done. That's what survival mode looks like. And I know what to expect out of that. And so the guilt and the stress and the anxiousness doesn't have space in my mind because I know that. So know what those modes look like and just judge again, check in day to day, kind of where you're at on that spectrum of optimal operating mode versus survival mode. Know where you are, 
know what those look like. And just, again, check in with yourself and make sure that you're responding to which mode you're in and let go of that perfection because we're not going to be in optimal mode every day. And we also shouldn't be in survival mode every day. We have seasons where there are stretches of that. Believe me, I've been there. But just let go of that perfection of feeling like you need to show up the way you show up when your husband is home. Last tip, rely on routine. I need you to fiercely protect what you established in that off season. So we're going back to tip number one, what you set up, what you quote train for in the off season, how you set up your day to day, that routine, you need to protect that routine. So like maybe you're a little more flexible when things are normal, your husband's home, you know, you can do more day to day kind of flex on your routine. When you fall back to that baseline routine, when you're solo parenting, you have to fiercely protect that. The best way to explain this is to give you an example. So on my husband's most recent deployment, uh, my boys were like two and a half and six months old, give or take. And I did my workouts after we ate breakfast together. So I'd get up a little bit earlier before my boys, not crazy earlier because my youngest woke up till he was one in the middle of the night. So I'd maybe have like 10 or 15 minutes before they got up um, and I had to start momming. So get up have like a few minutes to myself, get the boys up, make breakfast, we'd eat. And then we would go work out in the garage, um, put the baby in the stroller, let my two and a half year old run around. And we had that mid morning time workout five or six days a week. I refused to run errands during that time. I didn't do play dates during that time. I didn't schedule appointments during that time. Literally rare. There were rare occasions I scheduled something during that morning workout time because I needed it physically. It was part of our routine. And in seasons when my husband is home, yeah, maybe I would have flexed on that a little bit more. But when he was gone, I was like, nope, this is my workout time. This is the routine the boys are used to. I'm protecting it. Like it is my baby cub. The routine you established, you have to protect it as best you can. Consider it like a boundary, not only for your health, but also for your sanity, because we function really well when we know what's coming, right? Kids are a great example of that. When they know what to expect, there's less meltdowns, there's less, you know, freaking out. So the best, um, the best thing you can do in those seasons is just create those boundaries, protect that routine, because the second you, you start trying to flex in a season, you're already being stretched thin, you will snap, you will break. So avoid that. And you are in control of protecting those boundaries. So again, it goes back to being able to say no more often. So quick summary, train in the off season, AKA get consistent with what you aren't consistent with yet. Um, so when you, when it comes to solo parenting, when you're in that season, you can fall back on that routine. I don't want you to wait for the hard times to figure it out, figure it out, reevaluate how you're doing more often than usual. If you're used to checking in on yourself weekly, schedule it a couple times a week. And then lastly, rely on that routine and just let go of the need for perfection. Like you're not going to be in survival mode every day because you're a tough love mom and you're very capable. You're very aware of your needs. You're responsive to what your body's telling you to do. You're taking care of your health. So you're not in survival mode every day and don't tell yourself you are, or you will be. Don't, don't, don't expect to be in survival mode every day, but know what that looks like. So if you are in that season, you can address it and you can respond to it. 
and not feel like you need this level of perfection that isn't attainable in the season. So just be aware of all those things. And I want to remind you that if you're not in the Facebook group, that that is the best place to connect with both me and the other moms in there that might be in a similar season or have walked through that kind of season or are facing similar struggles to you because we should not be going through motherhood alone and no one's an expert. I'm not an expert in this. I'm just sharing what has worked for me in the many, many months I've been solo parenting, but we're just all trying our best. And I want to make sure that you're in community with other moms that think the same way you do and are in the same place that you are. So join the tough love mom squad. Um, it's a great place for that. And I will see you in there before you go. Thank you for spending this time with me on the tough love mom podcast. If this episode encouraged you in any way, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a review, letting me know how the show has impacted you. Then send this episode to another mom friend or take a screenshot, post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me on this journey to impact thousands of moms. I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you, sister. Until next time, get after it.